The Chargers have maybe their toughest matchup of the year this Sunday night against the 49ers, and I think that offensive coordinator Joe Lombardi has to call maybe his best game ever if the Chargers want to pull off the upset. You are Locked On Chargers, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Chargers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up and welcome into the Lockdown Chargers podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Wade, joined as always by my co-host, David Drogelmeyer. And we've been covering the Chargers together now for six seasons, but this is our fifth season as a host of the Lockdown Chargers podcast, bringing you your team every day. Thank you guys so much for making us your first listen today. And to make sure you never miss the show, go subscribe to the Lockdown Chargers YouTube channel and also follow the show for free on all platforms, wherever you get your podcast from. And David, the Chargers have a huge matchup on Sunday Night Football and I said maybe their toughest matchup. I know the Chiefs are better, but this matchup specifically goes against a lot of the Chargers' weaknesses against the 49ers. And to me, it's on offensive coordinator Joe Lombardi to have this offense prepared to get off to a faster start and also to work around the issues they have on their offensive line with Foster Sorrell now starting potentially at right tackle and also all the injuries to key players. And then defensively, we know what the Chargers have to do. It's a huge task. It's slowing down C-Mac, Christian McCaffrey. It's slowing down Debo Samuel. Not even to mention someone like George Kittle. There's a lot on the defense's plate. And then we'll get into our bold and our game predictions. But this episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs, who helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash NFL. And David, this is a huge matchup. Sunday Night Football. Prime time game for Justin Herbert, of course, but some things are bigger than football. Yeah, I mean, it is Veterans Day. So we want to, you know, I, as a veteran here, I'm an Army veteran. I served five years in the Army. want to give a shout out to all of my fellow veterans out there. Thank you for your service. Thank you for the families that supported those veterans through some incredibly difficult times, working long hours, getting paid pennies on the dollar, serving our country. So thank you very much. Thank you for your service. And if you know a veteran, reach out. Say what's up, right? Some things are so important like that, and you never know how much that can mean to someone. But let's get back to football here, David. And it starts with offensive coordinator Joe Lombardi, specifically because the Chargers offense has gotten up to such a flat start. And the other thing is, is you're going up maybe against the best defense you played all year. I'm going to go ahead and say, yeah, this is the best defense that they played so far this season. Them and the Broncos. The Broncos yeah, have a really good yeah. defense as well. But we all saw yeah. what that offensive performance looked like, right? The Chargers offense hasn't scored earlier than – the third drive in the last three games, right? They haven't had an opening drive score since the Texans game in week four, if anyone can remember that game, right? This I is, remember. I mean, it, offense coordinator Joe Lombardi to me, David, like obviously he has to work around a lot. And it seems like there's been a feeling out process at the beginning of these games where it's like, okay, how well is this line going to hold up everything else? It's like, to me, you have to come out firing because if you want to get the 49ers off their game plan, like we talked about with the, four, uh, the Falcons, like we talked about with the Browns, you can't just start these games every time down double digits like they have in the, the last four games. <laughs> you play with fire, you're going to get burned eventually. Yeah. The Chargers have been fantastic, you know, when they've fallen behind. They're three and one in those games, but that <laughs> is crazy. not sustainable. It's just right. not. And against this team, against the 49ers, this is a team that has a lot of offensive firepower and they could put this put this game away quickly so it is imperative that joe lombardi has a great game plan that in the charters offense does not start in a lull like they have the last several games they have to come out firing they have to come out and put points on the board immediately 
Yeah, I mean, it's just you just have to get out to a better start because, yeah, you did end up coming back against a good defense at the Broncos, but their offense was so bad that it let the Chargers back into the game, and it took a muff punt just for the Chargers offense to get anything going at the end of that game. They really did nothing. I mean, it was a really hard game to watch offensively. And now, you like, the thing is for me is, like, dump offs to Austin Eckler are not going to win you this game. Like, if that's what you're doing. It's not going to be enough. No, I mean, they have Fred Warner's a freak. Right. Drake Greenlaw is another good coverage linebacker. These guys can tackle in open space. So like you can't just keep using that and think you're going to just have him go 12 catches for 150 yards. Running backs are averaging 26 or 28 yards per game receiving against the 49ers so far this year. It's just not going to work. You have to keep trying to free up Josh Palmer in those intermediate areas where we saw most of the chunk plays come from last week, right? And I think that when you're missing your major weapons, you have to find a way to get the rest of these guys involved to get something going offensively. I think the 49ers are going to score points. It's uh, onus is put on the Chargers offense, right, to be able to put some points up in this game against a good defense. Absolutely. And and one of the things that they have to do in order to be able to put up points is to make sure you don't let Nick Bosa wreck the game. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the dude's incredible. He's got eight and a half sacks. He's up there towards the top of the leaderboard in, sacks too, in, the, like. in the NFC. Yeah. And he, you know, and he missed time this year. I mean, you know, the good thing is, is Joey Bosa is, you know, obviously on the Chargers and him and Nick Bosa brothers, they have a lot of similarities. So they've been going up against Joey Bosa pretty much every single day in training camp. And yeah, I mean, they're slightly different, you know, but they have very, very, just because they went up against them doesn't mean they're winning. <laughs> no, I know. I know. But, uh, but my point is, is uh, at least they know how extensive this protection plan is going to have to be. Sure. You're going to have to chip him. You're going to have to double team him. You're going to have to move the pocket, which is one of the things that I'm so happy that Justin Herbert is feeling better because when they move the pocket and when they get him on the run, he is fantastic and incredibly accurate when throwing the ball on the run. I think those are all, all good ways to slow slow down a pass rush. Obviously you got to get the ball out of your hands quickly as well. And if Justin Herbert sees a lane, a running lane, he's got to hit it in this game. Yeah, I agree. He has to use his legs. I think that's something that's going to be huge in this one. And I mean, the other part of this, David is we've heard from Daniel Popper that Foster Sorrell is getting all the snaps at right tackle. I mean, we saw it work with Jamari Sawyer. It's a little different. I mean, I didn't think I'd be wanting Storm Norton in this game going up against Nick Bosa, but I definitely don't want Foster Sowell in this game. I mean, a guy who was getting pounded in the preseason, quite frankly, a guy was like, hey, maybe let's see what they have kind of behind their two tackles and Trey Pipkin, Storm Norton, right? Obviously not worried about Rashawn Slater. And he got abused in the preseason. We saw Trey Pipkins last year abused in the preseason, came in in the year and actually looked a lot better. There's always a chance for that, right? This uh, obviously worked when they put Jamari Sawyer in. Just think this is a lot different, right? Jamari oh, yeah. Sawyer had a pedigree playing national championship yes. level left tackle for the Georgia yep. Bulldogs the year before this. So, like, oh, yeah. it's a little bit different. That's scary to me. Uh, I mean, Storm Norton was okay playing right tackle so far this year. He wouldn't yeah. have been a good matchup against, you know, Nick Bosa. Neither is Jamari Sawyer. Who is? Spoiler alert, yeah. right? <laughs> Who is? But this is the thing, David. Like, if, if pressure takes over this game, it's going to affect Justin Herbert like we've seen it oh, do, yeah. right? And he was more injured maybe in those games when it happened. But in the two blowout losses against the Jaguars and the Seahawks, the Chargers gave up an average of 19 and a half pressures in those games. Oof. So if that that's the case, this game could turn into a blowout. The Chargers offensive line just has to be good enough to let the offense have a chance, really, yeah. in my mind, David. Like, just good enough to totally not derail things and maybe, you know, open up some things in the running game. But I'm not – my my faith in the running game for this one is not very high. But I also just think that we're going to have to just see some Justin Herbert primetime magic, David. Like, it, it feels like he's going to have to have a really good game. And you don't want him not to put the team on his back, but it feels like he might have to put the offense on his back in this one if they want to find a way to win. 
Yeah, I mean, Justin Herbert's going to have to be big. He's going to have to come out, and he's going to – honestly, he's going to have to th- probably throw for 300-plus in this one. And it's going to be tough. You know, it's going to be tough because, you know, you got Josh Palmer as your wide receiver one who, you know, who showed out last week, but he's going <laughs> up against the again. 49ers defense now. Yeah. So this is a little bit different than, you know, the backup, you know, defensive backs of the Atlanta Falcons. So this is another real true test here. But I, I did – you know, you said something about running the football – when they do run the football, I want them to do that with Austin Eckler behind Corey Lindsley. And here's the reason why. When they run up the middle to the right, you know, that's in between Corey Lindsley and Zion Johnson. <laughs> Austin Eckler is 14 carries, 143 yards. That's 10.2 yards per carry. Two touchdowns and five first downs. That's an insane number. That is crazy. Yeah. So, and we know this. We know Corey Lindsley is a mauler in the running game. We need to use that. And I think yeah. they need to use some of that smash mouth, smash mouth football, running it up the middle behind mm-hmm. Corey Lindsley and Zion Johnson. And also more, more attempts for Isaiah Spiller. Mix it in. Yeah. He's one of your better in between the tackles runners. Those two guys need to get some carries in this game. Yeah, I agree with all that. I, I mean, I think that's all important. I, you say smash mouth, and it makes me giggle having watched the Chargers this year. I don't know if they have smash mouth in their DNA. I hope. I want them to. I just It's, <laughs> it's hard to imagine getting the running game going in this one, but I would love to be surprised by it. And I'd love to you see You can't Isaiah be intimidated, though. You got to run the ball regardless. Yeah, I mean, they're a good run defense. I mean, a couple yeah. teams have gotten okay games from them, but I think they're giving up like 60 yards on the ground to running backs. And those are two other teams who are good at running the football in some of those games. So we'll see. I mean, they've also had, you know, the Rams who they have no running game and, and gone up against some pretty easy matchups in that regard. But I do think for the Chargers, I mean, Justin Herbert has to be good. Joe Lombardi has to be good. It's just one of those games where the margin for error is so small. Oh, yeah. And I just think that, like, everything kind of has to be razor crisp. You can't have four drops in this game and win. I, in my mind, I don't think no. you can. So, like, the calls had to be right. But, like, Gerald Everett, you can't drop that 25-yard gain down in the middle. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely like, not. If you have those opportunities, the Chargers definitely have to take advantage of it. But defensively, it's an even tougher – I don't even know. It's such a tough matchup on both sides. But they have the offensive weapons that would absolutely scare Charger fans everywhere, especially considering the tackling for this Chargers defense. So we'll talk about if there's any way the Chargers can slow down the offensive nightmare weapons that the San Francisco 49ers have coming up right after this. But I need to tell you guys about LinkedIn jobs. This is something that I absolutely love because my wife loves it. But these days, a new potential hire can feel like high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. And when I say that about my wife, my wife is a recruiter and she likes her job sometimes, but there's a lot of complaints too. When I told her LinkedIn jobs was one of our sponsors, like I've never seen her light up at work about that because as a recruiter for her, it's all about, Hey, like this is where I actually get people from. Like I, I go around and I use other places to try to find people to come in and work for our company. But LinkedIn jobs is the only one that not only gets you the interviews and, and gets the people for you, but like they're the people that end up sticking, right? It's not just the people who are there for two weeks and then they quit. LinkedIn Jobs gets you the quality candidates that you guys want. And they have simple tools like screening questions that make it easy to focus on the candidates and the right skills and experience for the job required. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash NFL. That's linkedin.com slash NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right, David. Well, now we have to talk about the Chargers trying to slow down some players that I just have a hard time believing that they're going to be able to slow down completely. Because, I mean, in a lot of games, right, like somebody has some freak, like a Travis Kelsey, right? Good example. It's like, okay, well, 
throw Derwin James at him, right? That's yeah. always a, a good strategy for everything. But at the same time, it's like you can't throw Derwin on George Kittle and also on Debo and also on Christian McCaffrey. Like not enough Derwin to go around. Exactly the problem going into this game. <laughs> if there was three Derwins, I'd like the Chargers It'd be great. chances yeah, be defensively awesome. on this one. But I don't think it's that easy. And, and I don't think that, you know, you can't, you know, stop them. You can only hope to contain them, right? Like, it's, it's like, it feels like that's kind of what's going on in this game. And Christian McCaffrey balls out in the last game when they don't have Debo Samuel. Now they're adding Debo Samuel back into the mix, potentially adding Elijah Mitchell back into the mix. Like, they're the closest thing to healthy offensive skill position-wise that they've been all season. And now they get the charge of defense. Like, oh, and also, I mean, we didn't talk about the last segment, but shout out to Jason Barrett, man. Torn Achilles. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I forgot to talk about that in the first segment, but just absolutely brutal. Because I'm so like, oh, sad, man. Jason Barrett's so going to be a nightmare for the Chargers offense, right? And, and literally, as he's coming back from injury, tears Achilles. I think that's multiple Achilles tears, multiple ACL tears. Like, it's multiple. He actually came back injuries. from the Chargers and played good. Anyways, yeah. I'm getting off track, but definitely thinking about Jason Barrett, one of the one good dude, right? Who just yeah. could not catch a break. Yeah. For the Chargers, though, they don't have Jason Brett. No. If you're thinking about trying to slow these people down, like I think you're going to need Derwin everywhere, including on the edge where he's been yes. and was a lot in this last game. But I think there, there's too. some things you can do, right? Like I, I think maybe it's Asante Samuel Jr. on Debo Samuel, right? Something like yeah. that where it's like I'm trying to play ball denial, like the NBA. Like I'm just going right. to stand in front of you and not let you catch the ball so you can't get in the open space. I have the most faith in Asante Samuel Jr. to keep the ball out of his hands. Yeah, yeah. he's going to get some handoffs. And tackle in space, too. Yeah, exactly. He's the best DB tackle where they have him and Derwin James are at the yeah. top of that list. Yeah. But at the same time, though, like with Asante Samuel Jr., he, he has the best chance. Obviously, it's still going to be tough. But like I like his chances of being at least, you know, when they're not just straight up handing the ball off to Debo that, you know, right. he can hopefully keep him out of the hands in open field like they're going to definitely try to do. But it's going to be such a tough, you know, task, David, to try to even just slow these dudes down. It is going to be tough, um, but the the whole uh, concept of the 49ers passing game is all, all get the ball out of Jimmy G's hands quickly. They yeah. don't hold on to the ball. They want to get it in the hands of C-Mac. They want to get it in the, into the hands of Debo Samuel. They want to get it quick out to Ayuk. They, they're not throwing anything deep. They do not throw the ball deep. They have 18 attempts of 20 plus yards this season and have only completed five of them. They throw the ball short all game long, all season. That's what they do. So don't expect a lot of deep shots, but Hey, if you got, if you had a Debo Samuel on your team, you just want to get the ball in his hands as quickly as possible and watch that guy work. But yeah. I repeat again, the chargers must not be intimidated going up against this offense. They cannot sit here and just say, Oh, it's George Kittle. It's Debo. It's Christian McCaffrey. Oh no. What am I going to do? No, they can't have that attitude. They have to come in here and expect to win. Okay. I understand what is in front of them, but they can't just sit here and, and say, Oh, it's the 49ers. I, I'm just going to roll over. No. Yeah. Now, but attitude they... can't win you this game though. No, either, I know. Right. Like, no, yeah. You, you, you have to tackle. Tackling is more important than that. Do be able to tackle people. That That's what I want to see. Yeah, and hey, show the attitude when you're tackling. I mean, the, the, there it is right there. Yeah, um, but agreed. when you're doing that, it's 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 all about stopping the run on the early downs. Like you have to, you have to stop the run on the early downs in this game. And I know the Chargers haven't shown at any point this season that they can stop the run really at any point. So, but they have to. They really have to do it in this game. They you really want to put the ball in Jimmy Garoppolo's hands as much as much as possible and let him try to beat you. And when you do get in those advantageous positions, attack the right tackle, Mike McGlinchey. Mike McGlinchey has given up five sacks this season, and hmm. two of them came in the last game against the 
Kansas City, well, not the last game, but against the Kansas City Chiefs. So, you know, that that's one of the obviously on the left on the left side, you're not going to do much there. I mean, that's Trent Williams, one of the best left tackles in the league, one of the yeah. best tackles, period, uh, probably in NFL history, um, if, if we want to be honest here. But Mike McGlinchey is a lot more susceptible to the pass rush. Attack him and get after him. Yeah, and it's a tough thing for the Chargers because I think in a, in a vacuum, you're just like, okay, we'll put Khalil Mack over there. And it's obviously, right. yeah, if it's third and 10, put Khalil Mack over there, right, oh, yeah. every single time. But, yeah. like, if you don't have Khalil Mack going up against Trent Williams, then they're just going to run right behind Trent Williams and just, you know, absolutely right. steamroll Kyle Van Noy or Jeremiah Tauchu or Derek Tiska. Right. Like, all of those dudes will get steamrolled by him. So, it's like, it's tough because you want to just put him against the worst tackle, obviously. Right, seems obvious, but then you're losing so much in run defense on the other side. Where Trent right, you got to pick your battles. To wax sure. Of course, I, I mean, I'd love to see Quill Mack have a good pressure game in this one. It's been a while since we've seen him get like really consistent pressure, and yeah. it's hard when you're the only dude and nobody's afraid of anybody lining up on the other side. The Chargers, with that run defense, have to really. I mean, you have to be able to get better, more consistent edge play against the run. Like that's just, I'm not saying they can or that they will, yeah. but you need to yeah. if you want to have a chance in this one. That's it. What's tough, and I think to your point about Jimmy G, I mean, yeah, I mean, first of all, the attitude thing, obviously, I was saying the tackling. I'm just kidding. and You have to be able to do it. But, like, hey, if you don't have the attitude to go out and fight every game, then, then you shouldn't be on an NFL roster, right? That that yeah. part should be a given every single week. But, and maybe it isn't always, right? And, and that is a real thing. But with the Jimmy G thing, making Jimmy G meltdown is a thing. I yes. mean, he's at an interception or two interceptions in three games, right? And, and he has four interceptions, two in one game one of each of the other games, and they lost every one of those games. When Jimmy G has thrown an interception, the 49ers lose. So, I mean, if you can well, pick you him off, if you can make him melt down, I mean, you're going to give yourself a chance. But let's talk about one other thing real quick, Dave, and that is the defensive line, because I think we know with the new defensive line, minus Austin Johnson, and now minus Jerry Tillery, the new defensive line with a Tito, with Christian Covington, Morgan Fox, Sebastian Joseph Day, all those guys, and Braden Fehoko have yeah. to all step up. But that was really weird, David, about Jerry Tillery at this time. Missing practice for personal reasons, getting hurt, lifting last week. It, it was a really weird sequence because they've been all about this dude and they wouldn't even cut his snaps until this year. And now all of a sudden, in the middle of the season, he's just gone. Yeah, very, weird. very strange. Very, very weird. Uh, I mean, I, I'm not exactly sure what's going on. I've heard some people out there say that it, you know it's about motivation, about you know they think that he's checked out. I heard that you know from the light, the Lightning Round podcast guys, Jamie Hoyle. So I got to you know give a shout out there. But that's you know one of the only places I saw that. But I mean that's that's really strange. You know, sit here at this point in the season and cut a guy that you know you had what by all accounts was highly coveted by the organization. And so it's just, I just don't, I don't, I don't understand it. It's definitely Bizarre. a very strange situation, but I mean, let, let's not, you know, kid ourselves and say that Jerry Tillery was playing great football really at any no. point in his career for the chargers. So you know, it's not really, you know, that it happened. It's just that it happened right now. It was a surprising time. Yeah, yeah, it was just weird because it seemed like they were always all about him. Like I said, at least this year, they're willing to kind of, you know, give other guys more snaps than yeah. him. Um, and that was a kind of an adjustment. I mean, we'll see about Kenneth Murray because that was my other defensive, you know, uh, key here. It's like it feels like Kenneth Murray has to have maybe the game of his life. As I always yeah. said that about Joe Lombardi, but it feels like if Kenneth Murray has a terrible game in this one, the Chargers are going to get 30 plus put up on him. Right. Yeah. He is the kind of athletic dude you would want to attack freaks like Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel. Right. And George Kittle. But it just hasn't translated if they can get, you know. His best performance of his career, I think that'll obviously do wonders for them defensively. But yes. Jerry Tillery is that other guy, just an underachieving first-round pick. 
hopefully, I mean, I hold no ill will towards him. Obviously, yeah. he didn't pan out. I hope he can get it going with whatever team picks him up next. But the Chargers defense has its work cut out for him. Is it too much for us to pick the Chargers to win, though? We're going to get into that with our bold predictions and our game predictions coming up after this. But I do need to tell you guys about Simply Safe Home Security. And I have to tell you, if you guys have been thinking about securing your home with home security, but you've been putting it off, you want to listen up because right now, Locked On Chargers listeners can order the number one rated Simply Safe Home Security System for 50% off. This is their biggest offer of the year, and you won't want to miss it. I mean, this is some straight up, you know, Black Friday type holiday. It's only here now. Make sure you guys get in 50% off. Is a big number, and I love a good bargain. And I also think that there's been a for me before I got mine, there was always times where I'm like, should I get it? Should I, you know, get something to kind of feel better about my house? I have a dog, I have all those things, but I needed it. I wanted it, and I'm so glad I finally did it with Simply Safe because just the peace of mind when I'm home to be able to check in on the HD cameras, right? When I'm away, check in on the dog, check out everything that's going on around my house, check out on packages that I know got delivered, right? And things like that. Having that peace of mind is really, really nice to have, and especially. When they have crazy sensors that go everywhere in your house, they can tell you if there's a fire, can tell you if there's a burglar, and they sensors can actually tell you if a threat is real or if it's not, so you know whether or not to be worried, and they can always send first responders out to your house immediately, which is great. So don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system that I recommend, the only one that I have. Get 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash lockdown NFL. This is their biggest discount of the season, guys. So don't wait. That's simplysafe.com slash lockdown NFL. There's no safe like Simply Safe. All right, David, well, I'm a little excited because you didn't get to give your you know, prediction yesterday on the crossover. I'm glad you saved it for us and our listeners exclusively. 49ers listeners can get out of here. But <laughs> for the Chargers fans, I'm glad you haven't got to get into it. And yeah, we have to get into our bold predictions before that. And it's tough when you have a matchup like this. It's tough not to go with like a negative bold prediction and start making bold predictions <laughs> about the 49ers, you know, because it just seems like such a tough matchup just yeah. because of the Chargers strengths and weaknesses and all those things and just how injured they are they're so injured but i do want to get into some fun offensive bowl predictions so when you're looking at the Chargers' offense david obviously they need some heroes they need some good things to happen for them what's your offensive bowl prediction my offensive bowl prediction is that prime time justin herbert comes out to play here and he does it in a big way he's going to have his first 300 plus passing yard game since the Houston Texans game, the game that I attended. He threw for 340 in that game. I think he's going to go Can you over be in San Francisco this weekend? Uh, <laughs> let's see what I can do here. Check the flights. Yeah. Check the flights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going 300 plus for Jay Herbert. Mm, yeah, I mean, I like that. I mean, how many touchdowns? Though? I mean, giving let, us yards. I'm, I'm going to go with three touchdowns in this one. Can three. I get you to have no interceptions and turnovers? Uh, yeah, I know we're talking bold here. I know if we're, yeah, you know what? No turn, no interceptions in this game as well. That's what we're doing. Gonna we're doing three hundred plus, no interceptions. Okay, no fumbles. Okay, okay. So no turnovers. That's yeah, whole prediction, right? Okay. There. No well, turnovers. you said no interceptions, and it made me think he might yeah. fumble or something. No turnovers. Okay, thank God. All right, I started thinking he might have known something I didn't. Yeah, hey, I like that. Uh, Justin Herbert, and, and they need it, right? Yeah, I mean, the Chargers exactly. want a chance in this they game. Need they need it. Where am I going to go with my bold prediction? I have kind of a theme, right? Yeah. Yes, with Mike do. Williams mm-hmm. calling him out. Yep. He came through. Yep. Tried it for Gerald Everett. He did okay one game. Yeah. I did it for Josh Palmer last week, and it worked. It did. Right? So yeah. now I have to go with it again. I'm All going right. Josh Palmer in this game. He's He showed last week that at least for a stretch – 
yeah. he can be a team's primary receiver, right? Yeah. And, and I yeah. think the Chargers need him to be exactly that because when I look at where the easy matchups are, there are none against this 49ers defense, but I do think there are opportunities to be had against these 49ers cornerbacks, right? Missing Emmanuel Mosley, who's on injured yeah. reserve with a yeah. banged up Jimmy Ward in the slot. He's going to get some Josh Palmer in the slot, and I like that matchup. Oh, Josh yeah, Palmer. he's given up 10, 10 receptions on 10 targets Jimmy Ward has. So, and he, right. he's only played two games this year. But and he has a club. Of, yeah, and of those, two of those went for touchdowns. So, that's yeah. a great matchup. And if it's Josh Palmer on Jimmy Ward, yeah, I'm taking that every time. When Josh Palmer is the, like the only guy they're going to play outside right now or they feel comfortable with outside other than Jason Moore, which makes you feel nothing. Yeah. But <laughs> when they got those big plays last week, they had Josh Palmer in the slot on that yes, big play did. to set up that game winning field goal. He was not outside. He was in the slot. He got a good matchup. He had a great, nasty, disgusting release. And oh, he ended up great. making the big play for the Chargers. And, you know, Look, had a uh, couple very familiar to Keenan Allen. Well, no, <laughs> that was a, it was. T- oh, yeah. The, the release. Yeah. On the release. Hey, yeah. Yeah. For sure. I thought you were talking about it was really similar to, to T. Billy uh, 2020. Yeah. Justin Herbert's no. first season when they remember that. Like, they oh, yeah. I remember that. Definitely. 20 to 17 both years. I mean, that was. Oh. Weird how similar. that happened. Yeah. yeah, very weird how that happened. But yeah, I'm going Josh Palmer. I, I mean, I think I like it. He looked really healthy, and that's the most you yeah. know convincing thing to me last week. So I'm going to ride it again. I'm three or four, three out of four for Mike Williams. I'm one for one with Josh Palmer. So let's see if we can keep it going. Well, here. G- g- give me the give me the digits though. What are oh, we talking? Seven catches. Here? Oh yeah, I mean the best part. Seven catches, 95 yards, two touchdowns. I think All he right. has two touchdowns. There we go. Two of those touchdowns yeah. from Jay Herbo going to. Ju- to Josh Palmer there. Yeah, I like exactly. That. But how many more touchdowns will they have besides that? Let's get to our defensive bowl predictions. David, where are you going? Yeah, this one, uh, I, I wanted to go a little bit obscure, a little bit, uh, you know, out of the the, the normal limelight here. It's hard here, to keep so. switching stuff up, of course. Yeah, yeah. And, hey, it's it's always attractive to go just Derwin James and, and yeah, go course. with Dante Sam. You know, you want to go with the big names. But I'm going with Morgan Fox in this oh, yeah. game. I think as an interior pass rusher, he's been one of the more successful at that for the Chargers. And I think he's going to have a sneaky good game to the tune of one and a half sacks okay. in this football game. I like Morgan Fox. Yeah, and it does feel like you have to temper your expectations a little bit for the Chargers defense because it's like, I mean, what is bold for them in this game? Yeah. Right? Obviously, turnovers, yeah. uh, that, that would be great. Yeah. Asante Samuel Jr., I'd love for him to have, you know, it feels like he was close a lot and then just didn't get targeted at all. He only got targeted right, twice yeah. last week. I mean, it'd be nice to see him come up with a pick because he's dangerous yes, with would. the ball in his hands too. Yes. My bold prediction this week is that the Chargers will give up less than 250 yards rushing to the San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> that is my bold no. prediction, and I'm sticking by it. Yes, it is. Oh, I don't think they'll do it. I think gosh. the Chargers defense can hold them under 250. I'm not bold how, enough how many, to say how under How many 40-plus yard r- rushes are we talking here? 240. I, I think they'll have less than 240-plus yard rushes uh, in this game. I'll add on to it. I mean, it's just – it's hard. I, I mean, if I, if I was going a charger, I would go Derwin just because it's like yeah. I think they need him everywhere, He's be right? He's going to yeah, be on the be edge. Superman. He's going to yeah. be on the back. He's going to be covering all the best players who are getting the targets, right? Yeah. And, and I think if I'm going Derwin, I think he could have the trifecta in this one. I think he yeah. could get a sack. I think he could get a forced fumble, and I think he could get a pick all in yeah. this one game. It seems like he's overdue for a pick, too. So if I was I going agree. that way, I would, I would go Derwin because I, yeah. I – they need it, right? I mean, yeah. or Coolio Mac. They need one of the, like some stars to step up and and the yeah, they, they got to show really out. Through. Yeah, hundred percent. But now it's time for the really really tough part: making the prediction on this game. I'll go first. 
I don't like this game. I, I didn't like last week's game against the Falcons, but I think the biggest difference is the Falcons had one of the worst defenses in the league and the 49ers have one of the best defenses in the league and they have a much better offense than the Falcons had. And we saw what that looked like with the Chargers injuries. You don't get Keenan yeah. Allen back. You're losing even more than you lost last week. You've lost Austin Johnson for the season. Trey Pipkins is not going to play in this game. You're going to have a rookie, you know, basically an undrafted free agent playing right tackle for you starting this game. Not the guy who was playing national championship left tackle last year for Georgia. Feels like the charge might be getting a little too cute there, honestly, in my opinion. But I just, I don't have faith that the offense is going to get off to a quick start. And I just feel like this is a team you can't get behind. I don't like the Chargers' chances in this one. I know a lot of people are going to be mad at this, but beat this good team. This is a really good team they're going up against now who's really hitting their stride and has Christian McCaffrey now. I'm going Chargers 17, 49ers 27. I have the Chargers with a 10-point loss to the 49ers. And the, the line right now, bet online, around seven. And, and, you know, that's a big number in the NFL. I just – I don't – I need to see them do it against a good defense, right? Because the only good defense they played this year was really, really tough to watch. David, you are Chargers fans only hope. It's so tough. What are you going with? It is. It's incredibly difficult. I mean, and and yes, on paper, this is a game that looks like a nightmare for the Chargers on, on both sides. On offense, it's like, what are you going to do? <laughs> I mean, really, you're going up against that defense. And going up against monsters. On, on defense, the same thing. It's like, who do you try to stop? Who do you try to take away? There are just so many different places that you can go. However, the Chargers every single year seem to come out and win a game that everyone thinks they are going to lose. And I think that this one is going to be the game where the Chargers show up and win when they should not or when everyone is counting them out. That is why I have it a very close game, but I have the Chargers winning 24 to 21. Wow. Yeah, low-scoring game. I mean, I think with how much the 49ers would like to run, I think that, you know, that it could be a quick game. Like, there could be less possessions overall in yeah. this game. I love that. And, I mean, I think, obviously, you must just have, like, a gut feeling about it, too. Because, like, sometimes that's how it goes. Yeah. yeah. And, and, like, you're right. I mean, last year, the Bengals, I didn't think they were going to win that game. They smoked yep. them, right? Yep. The Browns probably should have lost that game. But Justin Herbert throws for 209 yards in the fourth quarter, and they somehow find a way to win. Yep. Every once in a while, they have a game like this where they, no one thinks they can win. No one should think they should win, Right. And then they find a way to do it. We've seen much worse Chargers teams beat better teams than this year's 49ers team. So oh, yeah. it can absolutely happen. I hope it does happen. I picked them to lose last week. Hopefully they prove me wrong again and we can be back here on Sunday night football at like 9.30 p.m. Pacific time, 10 o'clock, doing our postcast, our post-game live show. But to make sure you guys are here to see it, make sure you guys are subscribing to the Locked on Chargers YouTube channel and also finding the show for free on all platforms wherever you get your podcast from. For those post-games, we usually go live on YouTube first, then we put out the podcast, but you can still find it, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever, pretty much, you know, pretty soon after the game, no matter what. So make sure you guys are back here with us then. Hopefully the Chargers can pull off a wild upset on Sunday Night Football. I mean, it would be the best if they could find a way to do it because nobody thinks it's going to happen except for David. David is calling it right now. David is calling his shot. But we will be back with you guys on Sunday night after the game. And also you can find the show always on our social media. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Talk Sports and David Drogmeyer on Twitter at DroTalkSD. You can also find the show's page at LockedOnLAC. We are also on Instagram at LockedOnChargers. You can also find us on our Locked On Chargers Facebook page. If you guys want to call in with your questions after the game or to get on the next Chargers mailbag, make sure you're calling into 323-524-7900. 
0.24. But thank you guys again for making us your first listen today. If you guys need a second listen, make sure to check out Locked On Sports today. The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts from. But we will be back here with you guys, hopefully with happy faces on Sunday night after the game. But until then, guys, take it easy and go Bolts.